Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered cold-filtered, and cold-packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, what do you want to da da da? I don't know. What do y'all think we should da da da? Well, what did we da yesterday? Hmm, yesterday. All the dolls feel like the same doll these days. I know. Like, is today Monday or Tuesday? Today is Thursday. <gasps> oh no, I forgot to call my mom on her birthday. Oh no! No! These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. That won't change. Not today or any day. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. The Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast is brought to you by Triple Threat Sports. For all your team outfitting needs, call Chris at 708-478-6090. Mariska's in Crest Hill, family-owned and operated at the same location since 1933. And Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe with two locations in Burbank and Darien. Visit chuckscafe.com. Let's drop the virtual puck. Joining us now on the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast is producer of EA Sports NHL Series. NHL 18 comes out on Friday for PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. Sean Ramjackson. Sean, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining the podcast. Thanks for having me on. All right, my first question is, um, why is it so hard for me to get Pavel Bure on Hockey Ultimate Team? <laughs> oh. Uh, if you think, if you go back, you know, if you go back to the mid '90s, you think about like the perfect video game character. He was probably it at that time, with the the speed that he had and the skill that he possessed, which kind of ties into what we're doing this year with 18 and the the speed and the skill of all the players in this year's game. But uh, yeah, Burr is one of my favorite players ever, so we make him extra tough. Yeah, I had uh, this is the first year I actually got him. I played Ultimate Team probably 10 games a week. Uh, and I'm stupid, you know. I get the points and I go spend them crazily. I finally just said, "I'm I'm done. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to my coins here." And I was finally able to get them, and it totally delivered. I had him and Jeremy Roenick, my two favorite players ever, on the same line, so I was very satisfied. But let's get to this year's game, uh, NHL 18. I had a taste of the beta. Really enjoyed the NHL threes, um, and I liked the addition of the defensive skill stick. Two great additions to the uh, franchise. What else about this year's game are you excited about? 
Oh, really? You know, for me, in you know, in the role that I'm in, it's really the package that we're delivering this year. Uh, you know, we started off thinking about what we want to deliver for 18. It was about really capturing the way the NHL changed over the last couple of years with the, the youthful energy and the speed, the skill and the creativity of the young kids. And, uh, you know, the new digs going in there is really exciting, really changing the gameplay, giving you more things to do. Defensive skills, like, like you mentioned, just to, to kind of counter the moves we had on offense. NHL threes, and, you know, I mean, I'm really interested to hear your thoughts around NHL threes being a longtime fan like you are. Uh, but that was something that we you know, wanted to do early on and just trying to, uh, just create like a you know a faster pace kind of pick up and play sort of non intimidating experience to you know allow some of the some of the fans that maybe have taken a couple of years off or haven't played a game a hockey game in a long time to come back and just kind of feel like they can approach it and pick it up and learn from it. I think one of the things that uh, you know we haven't talked a whole lot about um, throughout sort of the campaign is just what we've done with Hockey Canada um, and our partnership with them and just really teaching you all the moves that we have in the game from the basic moves all the way through to the brand new. Uh, kind of skill moves and new things that we have in there as well. So lots of the lots of the game this year. Yeah, Jay and I have talked extensively about who we would take if we were doing our ultimate, you know, three-player team. Like who who do you think would dominate, you know, to win every single game that you would play in that mode? So that's obviously something that he and I have spent a lot of time kind of picking over. The thing that I'm most excited about because I'm a loner kind of in the game world and I like kind of playing my own thing and doing my own thing. The expansion draft mode in this game I thought was absolutely brilliant and I am so excited to mess around with that and really take the fantasy draft aspect of the game to a whole new level because routinely what I'll do is I'll just redraft the entire league and I'll build up a team and try to play successive seasons and an expansion draft mode man, that's even better. Like, that's just another cool element of that kind of gameplay that I really dig. Uh, how cool was that for you guys to kind of put that together and kind of add that into this game? Well, I mean, we didn't have a whole lot of choice to start off with. Um, <laughs> so, for us, you know, for us, for us, we wanted to start, with, again, with the authenticity piece of it. With Vegas coming in, uh, we had so we knew Vegas was coming in for a little while, so we had to start a prep. Uh, and everything in our game is made for 30 teams. And so it was actually a massive undertaking for us to kind of rework all of our code to allow it to expand for a 31, you know, 31st or 32nd or even 33rd or 34th down the road, multiple teams beyond the 30. So it was a fair amount of work um, just to allow it to have 31 teams in there. And then, you know, as we were building, we're like, let's, let's, we got to make a bigger feature out of this, uh, which is where the entire expansion draft feature came from. And then, allowing you, like you mentioned, to leverage a lot of the customization stuff we put in the game last year and, and be that 30-second team and kind of go through that same uh, the same expansion draft like you would if you're the Vegas Golden Knights. So, uh, you know, it was, it was something we've been thinking about a long time, mostly because of the amount of work it was going to be for us to kind of restructure all of our code to allow for the expansion of multiple teams beyond the 30. Uh, once we started doing that and, you know, the first time we got got to actually play with the 30-second team or even, even with Vegas and, and go through the expansion draft, uh, it was a lot of fun. Well, I think next year for NHL 19, you need to come up with contraction mode so we can just finally kiss the St. Louis Blues goodbye from the NHL because it's long overdue. The Blues, hey? Yeah. Well, you know, the Canucks were a problem before, and I, th I know you're a Canucks fan, so I didn't want to bring that up. Um, and the Red Wings are no, now in the Eastern it's Conference, fine. so it's not so much of a thing anymore. So the Blues are still our public enemy number one in Chicago, but... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the expansion mode. That's going to be great. And um, for a long time, I was an offline gamer until I, until I got into Ultimate Team. And that's really, I think I did that probably in 2016 is when I really you know sat down and got into it and figured it all out. And it's totally worth it because it makes the replayability of the game uh, so much, so great. 
But one question I've always had for you, and I've always wanted to ask you, hockey is unique in that rosters are changing all the time. Could you ever foresee a way where someone could play like a just a normal season mode, 82 games in playoffs, where the rosters could be updated daily? I know some other sports franchises have the daily roster updates, but they don't include them in season. What are the challenges of, of doing something like that? Because a lot of people I know are like me where all we want are accurate rosters and to play the course of you know to play throughout the course of a season. And it seems simple, but I'm sure for someone in your seat, it's not. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a great. I mean, we hear that we hear that a fair amount actually. Uh, I think you know it's it's absolutely doable. Our database guys are probably cursing right now as they listen to this, uh, <laughs> but it's a lot of manual work. Um, you know, and, and you know a lot of people just play with the NHL teams that we have in our game. Um, as you guys know, we get the HL in there as well. We have the CHL. We've got the East Coast Hockey League in there, uh, several European leagues as well. And so we like to keep, you know, we do roster updates. We try and like to keep all the players up to date, all the teams up to date. So it's a fair amount of work. You'd have to come up with, uh, you know, an automated system. And then you got to figure out ways how you'd want to deal with injuries. So, uh, you know, Taze and Kane go down in real life. Uh, what, happens to your, uh, what, what happens to your season now? Are you going to play without Taze and Kane? in there is that could be a fun experience or not do you want specialty it would not special be fun, options to kind of veto <laughs> some of the real do you want to be able to veto some of the real world stuff that's happening so there's some complexity associated with it but it's also a lot of work just to uh just to manually update it every single every single night obviously guys like jay have a lot of uh suggestions that i'm sure <laughs> he would flood your inbox with if you afforded him the opportunity to do so so i have to ask the question then how how much fan feedback do you get on these games in terms of suggesting fixes or new features? And how often does that kind of guide you guys as you kind of go through the list of things that you would like to add to these games? Yeah, we get a lot of, a lot of feedback, especially, especially in this day and age with, uh, you know, the accessibility through social media and, you know, the web, the internet, Reddit, stuff like that. So lots of opportunities to, to receive feedback and, and to be honest, have two way conversation as well. And, dig a little deeper to better understand what people you know are asking for or what some of their gripes are with the game so we try to keep a healthy conversation going with our fans itself and then you know for us we have our list of you know things that we want to add to the game as well and a lot of times what fans are asking for especially after we launch the game will help influence uh you know how we tune the game after lunch with our with our gameplay and things like that um, and also factor into uh factor into what we think about the early thoughts around the next year's version of the game so you know for us it's such an aggressive timeline for us putting these sports game out every single year with expectations uh, getting raised that we literally, you know, we're, we're working on the 15th uh, with NHL 18 that we've been working on NHL 19 and just getting the ideas down and kind of pulling together sort of the vision for it for the last couple of months already, just so that we can just kind of maximize all the time that we have in the, in a given year and get as much stuff as we can into the box so that uh, fans can get, uh, you know, a strong feature set for the, for the next version of the game. Uh, another question I've, I've had for you is, is when we look at, you know, sports franchises, uh, sports gaming franchises, you have Madden, you have FIFA, MLB The Show, uh, the 2K series. Um, I wonder, you know, compared to those games, do you guys, I, of course, you'd like to have an unlimited budget, right? Of course, then you could do everything you've ever dreamed. But um, do you guys sometimes with the NHL series feel it a challenge to, um, do the things you want to do based on the budget you're given. Do you, do you feel like if you had a Madden budget, a FIFA budget, uh, you could really do some of the things you've always dreamed of? I think in general, every every game developer wants uh, more resources, more money to do to do more stuff. I don't, I don't think it's 
matters the size of your budget, just like any movie or things like that. So uh, for us, you know, we, we just try to push the boundaries as much as we can every single year and try to get as much stuff in there and take the fan feedback and try to innovate. And, and a lot of times, you know, for us, um, you know, the great thing about being part of the larger EA Sports is, uh, you know, we can leverage a lot of the stuff coming down from, you know, that we see in a FIFA or a Cena Madden that doesn't, that uh, uh, we see fans are really enjoying and figure out what that means for NHL, the NHL franchise. And a lot of times, borrow a lot of the designs, borrow a lot of the technology, uh, sometimes borrow the people that actually implement it on FIFA or Madden and bring it over to NHL. So uh, it's, a, it's a, you know, a sound strategy for us to be able to, to leverage, you know, what the other titles within the EA Sports family are, are uh, putting out every single year. I, th- I think the reason I said that was I, I feel in the grand scheme of things uh, that NHL innovates probably more than any other series. They make the biggest changes year to year. You guys seem to be the most brave, the most daring, uh, and, and the most creative when it comes to taking the game to the next level every year. I know when when games are as good as they are now, FIFA, the show, NHL, you don't want to reinvent the wheel every year, but I think that the changes you guys make – in comparison to the other franchises, especially when it comes to gameplay. You guys are constantly tweaking the gameplay, and, and from one fan, I want you to know that I appreciate that. I appreciate that you guys are just not handing out a roster update every year. Every year, there's something new that makes the game better. Year after year, it's going to take that you know 5%, 10% increase. Then you add expansion, and you add the threes, and all the things that you've added to make the game even better, and I think you've got the best sports game out there. I really do. No, thank you. I uh, I appreciate that. We you know we we benefit a lot from just making hockey in in Vancouver, where our entire team or hockey fans are engaged in not only the sport but the product they're making as well. And you know they're also you know they're they're consumers of the of the product they're working on, which is which is fantastic. And we're able to uh, just get a lot you know get a lot from all of our guys. So it's fa- it's it's fantastic. And you know and appreciate again the, the comments around you know the gameplay and always tweaking the gameplay and pushing for innovation because it's something that we take a we take a take a lot of pride in um, is just trying to push the boundaries and try new things and uh, and and for us you know especially this year with NHL threes uh, the guys who play the game like you do like all the time every single year and day in day out you can appreciate all the little tuning and tweaking that we do throughout the throughout the year um, but we also got to think about how do we you know make those bigger changes those more overt gameplay changes or experience changes like NHL threes to to you know to to bring back that fan that maybe hasn't played in a couple of years and just give them something different, give them a reason to come back and play. And, and you know, for the first time, we showed some of the between the legs deeks and uh, the little dash flip stuff like that. Some you know started hearing from people that I hadn't heard from in years, and I can't wait to get my hands on that and try those new deeks. I haven't seen new moves in the game like that in a long, long time. So uh, it's a, it's a, you know for us it's balance. It's, it's make the gameplay as good as we can for people who are playing, and also you know try and put new innovative stuff in there, try and bring back new fans, bring in new fans as well. Sean, your passion for the game is evident, and it shows in just how high quality it is. Like Jay said, I always love the new features, and I always feel like you guys do such a good job of kind of weaving them into the fabric of the game without making it needlessly complicated. So you're the perfect person to ask this question then. (laughs) If I bestowed upon you the crown of EA Sports King for a Day, you could literally do anything you wanted to the game. No worries about r- acquiring rights or design or anything like that. If I made you king for a day, what would be the first thing that you would decree for the game? Wow, good question. I've never been asked that question before. I have to think about that for a second. Well, my my suggestion would just be like like. Like, Jay kind of alluded to having Pavel Bure and the Hockey Ultimate team and how cool that would be. I just, you know what, just give 
give me like access to every single jersey that every team has ever had. And I know that's like insane and there's like so many of them, but I'm king for a day. I can do whatever I want. So that would be one of the first things I would do. Probably that and I, I'm just kind of spitballing ideas here. Like just have Brass Bonanza play the entire time I'm playing the game. I would never get tired of that song. So I think if I had the scepter and the crown, those would be the first two things I would do. Those are uh, those are good suggestions. I'm trying to figure out how to answer your question without telling you what I'm thinking about for 19 right now. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to blow oh, anything, of course. He caught me. <laughs> there, there you go. I think uh, the music's a good one. Um, you know, music, we have to license all the music we put in our game, so I would have every single goal song for every single team. Uh, you got teams now doing player-specific goal songs, which would be pretty cool to, to put in the game as well. Um, I'd mandate access to every single professional hockey player in every single professional league so we could scan every single one of their heads and get them into the game as well. There you uh, go. I'd probably I'd take your suggestion from earlier. I'd probably automate the uh, automate the uh, the ratings so that we can uh, dynamically just up those, update those every single night or every single hour, every single minute maybe. Um, That'd be cool. And then I also figure out I'd I'd also be interested in kind of uh, being able to fast forward, fast forward five years and see where we are with the world of VR and augmented reality and things like that too, and and see how that's really changing the way people experience sports games. Well, Sean, thank you so much for joining us, man. Really looking forward. For me, it's tonight because I got the Young Stars edition. Uh, I dropped the big bucks on it, and I'll be playing at eleven o'clock central tonight. So. Anyone out there and on PS4, I'm Irish Red 670. Look for me. I'll play you. I'll probably win. I've been playing this game for almost over 20 <laughs> years now, but I'm happy to take on all comers. A guy at my station, uh, Jason Goff, one of the hosts at the score, wanted to take me out one day, and I said, you can pick my team. And uh, he picked the Flames, and he was the Penguins, and I beat him like 7-1. to one. So I remind him about that every <laughs> time. I think it was 0-9, NHL 9 when that happened. So he still yeah, hears well, about it. He's making a lot more oh. money than you, so oh, don't worry right about it. He got his last <laughs> lap in the end. I'll take the NHL win over the money any day, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean, thanks a lot for joining us, man. Uh, congratulations on the launch of what's uh, sure to be a great game, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you next year around the same time. Thanks for having me on. You guys are awesome. All right, take it easy. When the big wireless carriers start trying to get you to splurge your tax return on the latest nonsense this year, just tune it out. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for just $199 on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Savings may vary. See straighttalk.com. You want cash. You want to get stuff done. So what do you do? You buy 5-Hour Energy, of course. You upload the receipt to 5hewin.com, then find out if you've instantly won 10, 100, or even $1,000. Then you drink that 5-Hour Energy and cut through your to-do list like a hot knife through butter. 5-Hour Energy, the official sponsor of getting stuff done. No purchase necessary. Must be 18 and a legal resident of the U.S. Ends June 30th, 2021. For rules, visit 5hewin.com slash rules. Void where prohibited. Message and data rates may apply. For the ones standing guard. For the eagle-eyed. For the knights in shining armor. And for all those who support them, we are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com/safety or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.